310, I think, of the Not Born This Way podcast, the official podcast of the Iron Legion strength company and Not Born This Way brand apparel. So doing things that scare you. Uh, I've talked about this a lot. Uh, I talk about this a lot with my children, a lot with my clients, a lot with uh, members of my coaching group, because this applies to, like, literally everything, right? So way back when I was training clients in person, uh, strength training, you know, coaching, uh, personal training stuff, I can still remember uh, a client who had signed up for her first powerlifting and in, in fact, I think it was even our Operation Change charity event where we uh, have a deadlifting event and we donate all the proceeds to Make-A-Wish. Um, we've done that for about four years now. We've grown every year. I think last year we made like some astronomical amount. It was awesome. Like I'm, I'm going to say it was like $15,000 or something. But um, it's really obviously a way to make money for a great cause that we love, but it's also created to provide an environment where people who uh, maybe have not done anything competitive in a long time, maybe not ever, uh, certainly people who aren't um, familiar with or comfortable with or experienced at powerlifting competitions, uh, give them a chance to perform in front of an audience, uh, get the rush of the crowd, get the excitement without the massive intimidation factor of signing up to a uh, you know, like an accredited powerlifting meet where you're going to have people who are very experienced lifters lifting more weight and your accomplishments will not seem as dramatic, right? So I try to explain it to people where, you know, this is a place where uh, like a total beginner who might not be lifting, you know, what in the powerlifting world would be considered anything uh, outstanding, they can still, they're going to still, they're going to get a reaction from this crowd like they freaking won the Olympics, right? Because that's, you know, the crowd that comes to support this event uh, is not a powerlifting crowd. These are just normal people coming to support their friends. They understand that this is for charity. They understand that these are beginners. So, you know, we've got people deadlift in 155 pounds and the crowd goes insane, right? So it's super awesome. So um, my client was feeling very anxious about this event. Uh, the event, let's say, was going to be on a Saturday. We might have been training on a Thursday. And she was like, man, I already can't sleep. I'm so nervous. I can't believe I'm going to do this in front of all these people. Like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Um, I'm, I'm kind of regretting that I signed up for it. I mean, I still want to do it, but I'm you know, having all these doubts. And it was just like, I could tell her whole like adrenal system was like clicked on and wired. So we talked about it. And I said, listen, I want to, I want to give you a perspective on this. You know, imagine tomorrow night, Friday night before the meet, you know, you're home and you're just, you got the butterflies and you can't really eat and you can't really sleep and you're probably going to have dreams about it and you're going to wake up too early and then you're going to be tired and you're going to, you know, like, I remember all this shit from when I competed as a bodybuilder, when I played, when I have to, had a big event or I had to speak in public when that was new to me. Like, I've experienced that emotion hundreds of times. And I said, at the time, me personally, I wasn't doing anything like that. Like, there was nothing in my life that was scary or challenging. I was running my business. I was training clients. 
Um, but everything I had been doing, I've been doing for a long time. So nothing was scary to me, right? I was not competing in powerlifting. I was not competing in bodybuilding. I was not competing in anything. Uh, running a business was not scary for me anymore. Having a staff meeting wasn't scary anymore. I'm married, so I'm not going on first dates. Uh, I'm not my first day at a new school. Like, there was literally nothing, right? So I said to my client, you know, think about all these emotions that you're feeling. This is excitement. Like, this is being alive, right? Like, you're, think of your nerves as excitement. Like, that, like, because right now you're wishing, and this was always me, I wish it was just a normal Friday night where I could just have something to eat, maybe have a drink or a glass of wine. I could sleep in tomorrow. I could go to bed with no anxiety, with no nerves. I would get a good night's sleep. I wouldn't have all these dreams. I wouldn't be sitting here with my heart rate at 100. I wish it was just a normal night. But in reality, if you take away these days, hours, moments of excitement and nerves and anxiety, and again, it all depends on how you frame it in your brain, uh, life can be pretty boring. And I think, I truly believe this, that as adults from somewhere around maybe as early as 30, 40, 50, 60, somewhere in that area, we have kind of, usually most people have already finished doing all the things that scare them, right? They're already done with all the firsts. So they don't have too many more of these nights of anxiety, excitement, nerves. Um, it just becomes a day after day, you know, groundhog day, if you will, of kind of complacency, normalcy, nothing really dramatic. And I truly believe that that is what leads to depression, uh, looking outside of the marriage, um, trying to, like, uh, maybe alcoholism and drug, like, things, because we're searching for excitement and challenge, right? And when we're younger, that stuff presents itself to us uh, like involuntarily maybe, right? So we want to go to high school. We got to go meet everybody on the first week and that's anxiety producing. Then we want to make the baseball team and we got to try to do that. And then we have to ask a girl to the dance. We got to do that. And then we want to go to college and that's new. And then we got to go to the second year of college and that's new. And then we try out for the college sports team. And then we come out to the real world and we have to get a job. Like, and then we get married or we have to go on dates. Like we have all these firsts and these new things that are exciting. But then we hit 40, and, like, we've done all those things, and we don't sign up for new things, and our life just becomes a million Friday nights where I can relax and have a glass of wine or a drink and go to sleep and wake sleep in late. But, like, I'm subconsciously maybe not even aware of it that I'm missing the excitement, right? And, and then I also become fearful of new things because I haven't done them in so long. I, I become more and more afraid of that feeling. So the reason I want to talk about this today was since I had that recognition when I was helping her through it, like, you know, I'm talking her through this, but I don't do anything anymore that scares me, right? 
So uh, you guys have heard me talk a lot about this, especially if you follow me. So I signed up for jiu-jitsu with my son. I'm 53 now, so I was 51. Um, but it was about a year and a half ago, I think. Because um, I really wanted to do it. But I also wanted him to do something. And I don't even remember how I got him to do it. Because he's really not into that stuff like I am. But I called Sean, my coach, and I got us to do privates together. So my son John and I trained together for a while. And then John kind of lost interest after a few months. And I kept going. And uh, with the exception of a month or two after I separated my shoulder, dislocated my shoulder, uh, falling off the ladder, I've been pretty consistent. Uh, so, and you've heard me talk about this too. Even now, a year and a half into it, I'm a little bit apprehensive going to our lessons, right? So I'll go to the lesson. Typically, in a lesson, I'm going to learn some techniques for half an hour, maybe 40 minutes. And then my coach and I are going to, uh, what we call rolls. We're going to like grapple, wrestle for maybe a five-minute round or a six-minute round, maybe two six-minute rounds, maybe three six-minute rounds. But like those are very hard. And they're very, uh, you know, they're still scary to me kind of because I'm, I'm not great at it yet. And I'm still, you know, physically competing with a big, strong, uh, superior athlete. Um, so I still get the butterflies and excitement on my way to those sessions, which keeps me going. You know, I've tried to put myself in a position where I put on events or have public speaking things, which um, I don't really get uh, nervous, scared anymore of those, but I do get excited, right? I do really think a lot about what I'm going to say and I want to do it well, and, and I get that, the jitters and the excitement, but I've totally reframed those as excitement. Um, the jujitsu stuff still like half nerves, half excitement, right? Um, and then so recently, my daughter was starting high school, and on her first day, the night before, she's like, I can't do this, I can't do this, I'm so nervous, I don't think I can do it, I'm going to throw up, I feel sick, and I'm like, honey, so I'm trying to talk her through it, right, and I'm like, you know, you've got to really think about what this feels like, and really try to turn it into excitement, this is exciting, like, this is a, this is a, you're going to have a rush tomorrow, and when tomorrow's over, you're going to almost miss how scared, how exciting it is, because this is living, like, this is what it's about, it's new experiences, excitement, and I said, also think about, like, you're scared, you say the word scared, but, like, you're not in physical danger, nothing is going to happen to you and hurt you tomorrow, there, there are, you know, we, we say the word scared, but, like, what are we scared of, right, like, you don't want to be embarrassed, you, you, it's the unknown, but try to remember that, like, you're not in danger, right, it's just, it's a scary feeling, like your emotional state. So I'm literally talking her through this, and no shit, like 30 minutes later, my coach texts me and says, hey, dude, I'm wondering if you'd like to join me and a bunch of other guys on Friday at the academy at 6.30 to roll. Now, the academy is a super badass, high-respected jiu-jitsu academy here in Maine that uh, my coach uh, trains at, that's where he learned, that's where he got his black belt, the owner there, Jay, is like the biggest badass of them all, and I know that's where like really serious jiu-jitsu guys go, so the, like, and subconsciously I've been, this whole time I've been training with Sean, I'm like, man, I'm still <clears throat> afraid to go there, like I still don't feel like I'm ready to go there, that's still outside my comfort zone, I'm comfortable now, kind of, with our private sessions at my coach's place, but, man, I'm, I'm just getting comfortable. He's brought in probably three or four other guys for me to roll around with and learn in in his school. So I've got some experience with people outside of my coach, but not a lot, right? 
So, like, I literally read his text and immediately got, like, a nervous stomach. Like, I was like, oh, my God, holy shit. Sean just asked me to go to the academy. Like, and my initial response was, like, no fucking way, dude. Like, that, no, no, I'm already comfortable with our 2 o'clock Friday afternoon, me and you in your spot. Now, all of a sudden, it's 6.30 in the morning. Um, that's right when I get up. Like, I got to get up at 5 and, like, all these badass dudes that I don't know in this new place. Like, fuck no. Now, of course, I didn't say that. But that's all happening in my mind. And I had to override it by saying, dude, like, how you have to say yes to this. Like, you'd be the biggest hypocrite on earth if you said no to this. Like, this is exactly what you're talking to your kids about. It's exactly what you're talking to your clients about. This is getting outside the comfort zone. Like, what am I nervous about? I'm not going to get, I mean, there's always a chance I'm going to get physically injured, but not really. Um, why am I, what, why would I not say yes to this? This is excitement. This is it. So, of course, I tell them yes. Um... And literally, that, I think that was maybe Wednesday morning. I don't think from Wednesday morning to Friday at 6.30 a.m., I stopped thinking about it. It might have been in the back of my mind. It might have been in the front of my mind. But at a low level, I was, like, elevated, heart rate, and, like, kind of nervous about that. So a couple things that it did that was great for me. It put everything else into perspective, right? We had to go to a parents' meeting for my kids' new school and meet, like, you know, 20 other parents. And that doesn't really give me anxiety. I'm not really worried about that. But I don't love that shit. Um, but I was like, fuck, compared to having to go to the Academy Saturday, Friday morning, this is easy. Like, everything felt easy in comparison. And also, um, I had something to be excited about, something to be nervous about. Like, I was literally like butterflies. And, um, you know, I, I thought about everything I was eating and drinking and, like, making sure I was going to be hydrated and, and well, um, you know, I had enough calories before I went there. And then um, the night before, I, like, purposely tried to go to bed really early but couldn't really fall asleep. I literally had dreams about what the experience was going to be. Um, thankfully, those dreams were all actually pretty cool. Um, but I woke up, you know, an hour before I was supposed to wake up because I was worried about waking up early because I haven't waken up that early in a while. Um, drinking my coffee, I literally thought I was going to throw up. Like, I can't even eat and my stomach is nauseous. Um, I was, like, looking at myself in the mirror, talking myself through it. Like, dude, you got this. You got this. Like, no big deal. An hour, an hour and a half from now, you'll be done. Like, But, like, I want you guys to understand, like, this is – I'm telling you this because I want you, when you feel this way, not to feel like you're a big wuss, not to feel like it's, you're the only person in the world that feels like that. Like, this is me who does like this stuff a lot, you know. It's like I do more – quote-unquote, scary stuff probably than normal people do. And I still was freaking out, right? So I get there, and I had visualized it all in my mind. And I get there, and uh, I'm kind of waiting in the parking lot. My coach is not there yet. I got, you know, nervous. You know, my hands are sweating and shit. And then he shows up, and I'm like, all right, good, he's here. And I saw another guy that I actually knew who's my chiropractor. And so that made me feel comfortable, even though he's a super badass. And I knew he would kill me if we got on the mats together. Then we got in there, and I felt pretty comfortable because I am familiar with what we're doing. But, like, my nerves were now gone. Now it was just happening. Like, I didn't have time to be nervous anymore. It was just on. And then um, we, 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 we trained harder or as hard as I've trained ever, like, in that hour, right? So, you know, when, when my coach and I have done typically two minutes or two rounds of six minutes, three rounds of six minutes, one day I showed up and we did, I believe we did five five-minute rounds in a row. And I thought I was going to fucking die. Like, I couldn't even believe it. 
And since that day of five by fives, I've been able to use that for perspective. So everything after that felt like it was not a big deal. Like if he said, hey, we're going to do three by five, I'm like, no big deal, bro. We did five by five one day. And it was hard as hell, but I survived. So I'm not saying that out loud, but in my mind, I'm always comparing it to that five by five. So this day, he comes out and he's like, all right, everybody, we're going to do eight uh, five-minute rounds. And so you basically wrestle with somebody for five minutes, take a minute break, grab somebody else and go. Eight of them in a row. 40 freaking minutes with people I don't know, people who are superior to me, some people who are more beginner than me, but like, holy crap, out of the comfort zone. Uh, fast forward to the end, he's like, all right, we're going to do a bonus round. So I'm planning this. I was thinking I'll sit that out because I'm exhausted, but then I'm like, no, I can't do this. I grabbed a guy. We did one more round. So like nine rounds. After it was over, I can't explain to you guys the feeling of awesome that I felt. Like I just felt so accomplished, so proud, so relieved, so like the hormones that were happening in my body, it's hard to describe how good that felt. But I was in the best mood for the entire day. And I, I almost recorded myself on the way there. I think I might have even done it because I was so freaking nervous at six o'clock in my own bathroom. And then three hours later at nine o'clock back in my bathroom, I couldn't even remember what it felt like to be that nervous, right? So the next time I go back there, I know that I'll be nervous again, but it'll be nothing like I was because I've overcome that, that scary monster of the first time, right? I've overcome that, that monster of the, I've never stepped foot in that place. I don't know what it's like. Like every time I go in there from now on, it'll be less scary than that was. And the coolest thing about it is, guys, that it crosses over into every other area. So now that I've done that, which honestly right now, if I have to list like the things that scare me, I don't have that many left. That was one of them. Like, that was one of the big ones. Like, man, someday I'm going to have to go to the academy and holy shit. And like, like I think about guys that do jiu-jitsu regularly. They'll travel to another state on business and they'll go drop in a place and just go take a class and work with people like that, that's terrifying to me but I'm like all right that's going to be my next thing right like next time I'm on a trip I can just drop in somewhere and I'll be less scared of that because I just did this right and so now I'm thinking about putting on our event in October we're going to do a big event like even that feels less intimidating because of this experience so what I would urge you to do is like do these things that are scary because these are the things that give you vitality. These are things that give you life, and then they also bleed into everything else. So once you do that, then you're like, ooh, what's the next thing? Like, what can I do this week that scares me? What can I do today that scares me, that pushes me beyond my comfort zone? Because it's so cliche, but like they say, life is outside your comfort zone, but it is. It is every fucking time that I would go put on an event and be terrified to go talk in front of 50 people. And then I'm up there, and I feel so cool. And then when I'm done, I can't tell you the rush of relief, excitement, adrenaline that happens after doing it. And this is what everybody who was nervous about that Operation Change powerlifting event felt like. They couldn't, like literally they, they were nervous about it the day before. They didn't want to do it. They wish they didn't sign up for it. And five seconds after it's over, they can't wait for next year, and they want to do it again. This is proven consistently, not just to me, but everybody. So whatever that fucking thing is you need to do, sign up for it, say yes to it, schedule it, make a plan with somebody, but get yourself out of that comfort zone because I cannot tell you enough, man. You can hear it in my voice. Like, 
life-changing shit. I'll see you later, guys. Have a good